Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello everyone, I hope you are well, and if not, I got you, at least you are here. My name is Michelle, and I am a life coach that helps high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. And I'm here with you to talk about career progression and, you know, climbing the corporate ladder and how it's never enough. This is a weird, not a weird phenomenon, but it's a phenomenon I'm seeing in some of my clients. I've seen it in myself. And weirdly, I've been seeing it a lot online. I'm pretty sure that's a bias though, because I've been hearing about it. And then I look online and I see evidence for it. So what am I talking about? I'll give, I'll take it from a personal experience. When I left uni and I started my corporate job, I was, and still am, very career driven. A lot of the women that I work with are also very career driven and there is completely nothing wrong with that. However, what I started to notice was it did not seem to matter how far I was getting in my career. No matter how many awards, accolades, high expectations on feedback, didn't matter. It was always never enough. And it's this constant need to always be moving forward. And what typically happens is say you get promoted or you get an award or something like that, you enjoy it for a little bit. And then all of a sudden your brain switches and it's like, okay, no, we need to get to the next thing. And I was observing this as I started to get promoted. It was like, great, I've got to this position. And then it was like, great, now I want to get to the next position or now I want to do this. And Over time, it can be extremely draining to just keep wanting more and to keep comparing yourself to others. It's even more, what I would find weird is if you've ever been in a situation where everyone is telling you like, oh my God, like you're amazing. Everyone thinks you're a star. You're an absolute star. You're you're a star. You're doing so well. You're great. And you're just sitting there like, what? (laughs) It's like, what are you talking about? What? I don't know what you mean here. You might be like, what? It, what is it you see? <laughs> I don't see what you see at all. You are wearing different colored glasses to me. I do not see it. I potentially do not think that I'm very good. Um, and to figure out if this is you, like I'll give you a couple of, I want to give you some trips in, on if this is the energy you're in. Because here's the thing, now that I've done all this work, I do want to pro, like progress my career. The place it's coming from is completely different. The place it originally came from was this grabby, needy energy of I need to constantly prove my self-worth and value to others and to myself to stay relevant. And I constantly need to be going and moving. I wanted to do all these, like I wanted to do an MBA. I had like plans on like getting like, you know, to like super senior, like leadership and stuff like that. Once I did the work to uncover and realize that I was using it just to feel better about myself, I realized I didn't want any of that. I wanted to just like learn, expand my skills, definitely get to the next stage, but I was comfortable to slow down. And it was when I was able to slow down, that's when a lot of the career progression that I was craving for actually took off. And I think that's honestly because it was coming from a different place. 
It was not me whipping myself to try, you know, run to get something and like be a basically be a dick to myself to try, you know, get this new position so I can prove I'm great. It was just you know, let's do this new trial out, this new project, do this new thing. And let's just, you know, keep learning, expanding. I wasn't making any of my failures, any of the roles or whatever mean anything about myself as an inherent human being. Now, how do you figure that out? Well, one is the energy. Seriously, sit in your body. And I want you to notice and think about if you have career goals, by the way, nothing wrong. I'm not criticizing career goals or wanting to progress. I have career goals too in like my business and in also in like my corporate world as well. That is fine. Know where it comes from though, because it's going to show up differently. And just notice the physical sensations in your body and really see if you can like visualize it and describe it. Does it feel icky? I say that because for me, if I did this years ago, there was always this like underlying feeling like underneath the surface like when I would tell people you know and even like my colleagues and stuff because they were like oh wow like this is great you want to progress blah 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 underneath the surface there was like this deep part of me that was like it's <laughs> like I don't want to do this <laughs> I was like no thank you is that there for you and it, you may not figure it out straight away. It's going to take you time. It took me a lot of time and a lot of unpacking of my thoughts to realize that, oh, wait, I actually don't want to do an MBA. I'm just doing it to have another piece of paper to make myself feel better. Then if at any point in time, because a lot of you listening to this probably potentially do have that icky feeling, I want you to ask, what are you making that new career promotion, whatever it is, that award? I don't care. What do you make it mean about yourself? Like, pretend if your dream is to be CEO, what do you get to think and feel when you're CEO? Write all that shit down. Because then when you have all those thoughts, you can get really inquisitive about all those thoughts and start to unpack them. All that stuff that you're answering are surface level thoughts. You want to use those to get to some root thoughts and they all direct to you. Some of it might be like more money. It'll be a really interesting challenge. This is the field I like. And just write them all out. They can be super casual. And then just maybe choose like two to three thoughts that really kind of stick with you. And then just get really inquisitive about it. Like what does having more money mean? What does having this level of leadership mean to you? really doesn't sound like much, but when you do this exercise, you're going to start uncovering a whole heap of like thoughts about yourself as to why you want the thing. So for me, I worked out pretty quickly that I didn't feel good enough. I never felt good enough in anything that I did. And a lot of people that I coach have some things to work on around their self-worth. It is determined by external things such as your career, especially when in society, like think about the first thing, maybe it's like the second or third thing you might ask someone you meet, like, what is it you do? It's kind of like our career can almost define who you are as a person. That is some of the messages that we get from society and moving up, progressing, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. That's just seen typically as, you know, normal. That's what you want to do. And that is fine as well. You can totally do that. 
but it was interesting when we really like, here's the thing, regardless of if you're in that mindset that I'm talking about or not, do you really want to be climbing the corporate ladder in this kind of sticky scarcity space? Like I think of it as like, we're all in like this sticky mud and there's all of us like climbing to a ladder. Is that the place you want to be in? Because you can still, because some people also freak out about, it's like, well, if I do change this mindset, if I do come out of this kind of like icky, like blur, like scarcity, climbing, focusing, anxious energy, like, will I ever want to do anything? Will I want to progress? Yes, you will. Fuck. <laughs> I tell you that from experience, you get out of that mindset and I swear your career starts to like progress and that's because you're working with your nervous system. We're not fighting against it. You're working with yourself, taking care of you, your mind, your emotional, mental health, and also your physical health. They're the basics. (laughs) They're really important. That's what's going to help fuel you into getting into those next levels. And that is what we don't focus enough on in society. And it's a little bit opposite to what we've been taught in hustle culture. If you're new, check out some of my previous episodes. I talk a ton around this. Humans are like seasons. We're plants. We're little plants, okay? We have, like, there are some plants that are just going to grow really fast. And there are some other plants that you can give it a ton of fertilizer and it's not going to grow. It's going to have its growth later in the season. Hustle culture or toxic hustle culture is like consistent growth all the time. It's like 365 days a year, max growth. And that is not feasible. That doesn't work with your nervous system. And this is why you get to these points where you're worrying on the weekend about stuff. You're wondering what's going on in your career. You're doing all the things. Like It's not about doing all the things. If anything, the biggest piece of advice I give my clients is to slow down. You are running at a pace your nervous system can't keep up at. You have a lot of mental, like deep things that you need to work on in order to move through it. And that's okay. We'd be surprised at how much stuff like trauma, thought patterns, like stuff that we have grown up with really sticks with you and then plays out in your everyday and at your job. Like the people pleasing, the wanting more, the never feeling happy or fulfilled, like all of that comes down to what you have experienced and how you've grown up as. The first step is awareness. It's just becoming aware of that because I would notice even in myself, I'm like, okay, I've started that pattern again where like it doesn't matter what award or appreciation or something I've got in all like movement. My brain is like, no, we need to keep going. What's happening there? Because really it's actually a scarcity mindset and it's part of you, part of your inner nervous system that is really just trying to protect you and it's just playing out what it's learned for so long. But now it's like, okay, how do we start to really change this? How do we start to move on from this? How do we slow down to ramp up? Sometimes I like to say, the less I do, the more I do. Seriously, a lot of you need to take that piece of advice, okay? Especially when you're working late into the night and you're half tired, you don't have your brain turned on and you're answering emails And you're in this half dead state and you know you could leave it, but there's that anxious part of you that's like, no, I want to keep doing it. And, you know, you come back the next morning, you're like, oh, actually, I could have answered that and potentially like 
five minutes. <laughs> Another way you can know as well, listen to my previous episode on like career, like promo jealousy. If you are like seeing others around you and you're just like, what the hell? They are progressing so fast. Why aren't I doing that? This is something really common I saw in myself all the time. Once I did all the work to unpack this, it just, it's like, it's okay. Cause I, I know I'll get to where I'm at in my own time and that everyone else's path is different. Like ask yourself, why are you in a rush? That's really what it is. There is this rush to prove to yourself that you are enough so that you stop feeling like you're not enough. That doesn't change because every time you get a new promotion or something new happens, you still feel that way. <laughs> Just imagine little clap hands like in the Instagram thing that's like, stop doing this. That's what I'm doing right now. And really the question is, is that how you want to live your life? Do you really want to keep going like, like this? Like you become like the freaking CEO of a company and you still feel like it's not enough. Like where do you go from there, right? I need to be the CEO of two companies. Like, where do you go? It's never going to be enough potentially for you. And you can keep running, keep doing things in your external world to try and make that go away. Or what's much easier is to actually do the internal work on feeling good enough about yourself now, separating your self-worth from your job. So that you can enjoy living and enjoy your career and enjoy. Otherwise, you'll get to like, I make it, you know, 99 years old and you'll look back and you'll be like, oh shit, (laughs) I just ran all the way through that. I just did a speed run on my life and I didn't enjoy the playthrough (laughs) for any video gamers out there. Like, is that really, it's really draining. I don't, I had I don't think I could have kept going that way. And I think some of you listening, one of the reasons why you're here is because that's where you're at right now. You're thinking, is there something that is potentially, is there something more that can happen? Is there something else out there? Is there something that could help me feel just a bit more kind of stable and accepting of where I'm at right now and enough? Can I just feel like things are more than enough or even just enough? And they can, they can. And it does with firstly, accepting how you feel right now. There's a little part of you that is cranky. Okay. There's a little part of you that is doing this all out of scarcity. And it really is about letting that part of you exist for the moment instead of pushing it down and ignoring it. And that is basic as just like noticing how you're feeling right now and where that is in the body. Personally, I suggest having check-ins with yourself throughout your work day, like a minimum of at least three check-ins with yourself. You can put like a little timer or something on it just to notice how you're feeling, where your body, like how you emotionally feel. And really it's not no hard science to it other than just check in and like do a quick body scan and notice the physical sensations. Like notice what you feel, practice getting in touch with your emotions and feelings. And the second is really mindset. It's looking at figuring out those root thoughts that you have, because that'll be for you, right? Everyone's different. There is a common theme that I see. I've seen it myself. I see it in you know, my clients. It could be different for you. That is, I am not enough. 
this is not enough and I need external things to prove that I am enough. You need to start proving to yourself right now how you are already enough. You need to be parenting yourself. If there's a court case going on in your brain, there's a negative side and has all this evidence as to why you're not enough. And then there's the other side that just doesn't really have any evidence. It's going to feel weird. It is going to feel weird to list. Think about it. You could probably list all the negative traits about you so much faster than the positive ones. That's because, especially if you're socialized as a woman, we're typically being like, it's like, yes, you, you, you know, this is what's wrong with you. Let me tell you from society. And then we just practice that forever. And then it's just a neural network that we're then practicing in our lives. It's a lot harder to think about all the things that we're amazing at and we're good at and why we are enough and why we are separate and inherently valuable and worthy and lovable separate from our career. Starting to notice why you are enough or whatever it is for you could be a little bit different as to why you're you know, rushing for a career. But what is it that you don't see at the moment that you're using externally to fill your cup? How can you do that internally? If it's that you're not enough, it's listing out how you are enough. It's listing out all the reasons why. And if that's challenging for you, try to think of yourself in the third person. Like if you were your own best friend, because I don't doubt you can list like 20 things you why your best friend is enough, but you just can't do it for yourself. That's normal. It's going to take practice. It's going to take time. It's appreciating you and all the amazing qualities you have and the journey that you're going to go on. That's the thing. Everyone's journey is different, okay? Yes, there are some people who really progress really fast in their career for whatever reason, whether that be connections, whether that be money, whether that be skills. It just happens and it's life. And we can fight against it or we can accept where we are now, work with our nervous system and then Figure out along the way where we want to go and what we want to do with intention. Because then we're just fighting with the rest of the world and things that we cannot change. That is literally one of the areas and how you feel passionate about your job again. Did you know you start to feel passion when you're not rushing and you're not beating yourself with a stick to get to the next career because you need to fill an empty hole that you can't fill? (laughs) I say it so meanly, but it's only because like I see the pattern and I've seen it in myself. So I laugh about it now. And the next quick point I want to, which I've touched on a little bit as well, is there is also this weird fear, which your brain will potentially give you as a legitimate reason. I didn't have this, but some of my clients have had this and that's that. Okay. But if I stop this, if I don't, you know, if I separate my self-work from my job, but I won't do anything. Like I won't be motivated. Oh my God. It's no, <laughs> that is a lie. Your brain is telling you a lie so that you can keep the same thought. Cause it doesn't want to change. It's like, no, don't make me think new things and make me change things. I do not appreciate that. Your brain is giving you a lie. I'm telling you that right now. The question I give to you then is why do you believe you need to be whipping yourself to stay motivated in your career? Answer that question right now. You'll find all your answers in there. Because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of belief around, well, isn't that just how like people, that's motivation, right? Like you just got to, you know, keep pushing and keep driving. What if motivation 
can be really loving and calming and like nice, warm and fuzzy. It doesn't have to be this like hard, sharp energy of like doing all the things and like consistent, show up every day and (laughs) no offense to anyone who's into that. But for me, it just never took into account my nervous system. Like, yes, sometimes there are days where I'm going to be bloody deflated and like feel eh, and not want to progress or move forward. And when I let myself feel my way through that and allow myself to be there, guess what? I bounce back because again, humans are not machines. Humans are like little plants and they need seasons and they need time to hibernate sometimes so that they can come back with a full full force and produce a ton of fruit. That's what it is. You need to slow down to speed up. And what you're afraid of is that you will slow down and then you'll just never move and do anything. And then you'll judge yourself in that place for being like a lazy shit. Again, it's just the same thought. It's just taking it on at a different thing. I weirdly never really had that issue. I don't doubt it's popped up in other things, but I think my brain at that point when I started to unpack this stuff was like, oh my God, yes, please like let me breathe. And I very quickly saw the evidence of the growth that I started to have and the things I started to be able to create in my life when I was listening to like my own inner wisdom and voice and slowing the hell down. And if you are sick of changing careers moving from job to job, getting awards, feeling like that little bit of happiness and then quickly changing and moving on to the next thing. And you're just looking at your life where you're like, oh my God, this can't be just it. I am in a constant state of meh and I'm just over it. The time is now for you to book in a discovery call with me to find out how I can help you. I create a customized six-month plan where I help you get back to feeling passionate about your job again. We rid this icky, gross, like how lovely could it be to actually be progressing in your career in just a loving, wholesome way, knowing and believing in yourself that you can get anywhere you need to go from a place of sufficiency and love and fullness, not from this icky kind of climbing the like, oh, that's not enough. And it's like climbing mud and it's just gross. Is that how you really want to be living your career? I don't think so. So book in the call. I want to show you how I can help you. I've done it for myself and I do it for my clients. All right. Take care, everyone. Hey. Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.